genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we look at ourselves in the mirror of Rocky 2 one sleepless minute at a time. I'm Doug. I'm Jason. And Neil is back. Welcome, Neil. Hello. Welcome. Thank, welcome. Why am I saying welcome? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You, you, see, what you were doing was welcoming the guests. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the listeners. See, we can. N- neither of us could talk today. Um, welcome you're welcome. Welcome to the good listeners. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome. Uh, today we're knocking out minute. This is a train wreck already. Hmm. We're knocking out minute ninety three, which begins with a very up close shot of Apollo and ends with every sense of the word. Mm. Getting into it. Mm-hmm. So our the mysterious fireplace from last minute uh, pans to an uncomfortable close up of a very awake <laughs> Apollo Creed <laughs> in the middle of the night. How do you know it's the middle of the night? Because uh, it's dark. Okay. <laughs> Okay, the beginning of the night. Where is he? In his house? This is his house? I, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird because he walks out he walks over to this mirror. It's got those ball lights yeah. around like a like a is that one of those makeup dressing room. Yeah, yeah. dressing yeah. room. Right, right, yeah. right. Maybe that's how Mrs. Uh, Creed has her set up in a parlor room. Why why he's in the parlor room, I don't know, but they um Apollo Creed hails from Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, this fight is in the spectrum in Philadelphia. So he's not home. So uh, if it's the night before the fight, it's probably in a hotel. Must be in a hotel. Mm-hmm. That's not a hotel room. Look at the, the, I, it, as soon as he goes to the other room, there's like these two random chairs in yeah. the back corner. Like that's not, or one chair with a mirror, I don't know, but that's not a hotel. That's a shitty hotel if it is. Maybe he rented an Airbnb. <laughs> Perhaps. It's really hard to tell. It's odd. It, it's odd. I don't know. It's, is it a bathroom? And where is there a fireplace? What hotel do you know has a fireplace? Beats me. The Waldorf. <laughs> um, it's really bizarre. Yeah, that it really is. I don't know. Maybe it's just not meant to uh, be explained. What he's from LA then? What like? And also the first the the first fight you know in in the first rock was also in the Philadelphia Spectrum. Yeah. So why why is the why is the world why is the world champion going to the challenger's home place and his home stadium for these fights? Wouldn't it be in Vegas? Now it would be. Yeah. Now, now Back all in the 70s, fights. Vegas wasn't doing fights? Actually, Madison Square Garden was a big fight venue back in the 70s. Well, f- first thing is that uh, Philadelphia was a, was a major fight place. It uh, was a big boxing thing, but he did it originally... Because it was the bicentennial, which means nothing to you, Neil. <laughs> it was, it was the you know. <laughs> yeah, I still remember. Um, uh, yeah, so Philadelphia, Philadelphia was the birthplace of of the United States. So I guess the bicentennial fight uh, was important uh-huh. to be held in Philadelphia. Um, so that okay, so that explains the first one. And earlier in this movie, right. he says he wants Rocky's home hometown crowd to see him get his ass kicked. Okay, that makes sense. I, I get the second one. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I wondered why the first one he was going to some, you know, some you know, some bum challenger 
why would you go to his backyard? I don't know. But if the Spectrum is a big ass venue, then and it's you know, or it's going to have big fights regardless of where the two fighters are from. Then fair enough. Yeah, I guess being being that it was you know the bicentennial was such a big celebration. Like it was from what I understand, right. it was like the whole year long was a big celebration. Um, so you wanted it in Philadelphia, and the, and the original fighter who broke his hand. That's when he hatched a plan to have a local Philly fighter. Be, be his mm-hmm. opponent, and that's how he got came it. upon Rocky. So, got it. There we okay, have it. That makes sense. Then, speaking of Rocky, Apollo pulls a picture, like a newspaper cutout picture of Rocky off his mirror. What is this? <laughs> is, this is this a newspaper article? He's like just showing a really beat up Rocky. Is that, <laughs> no, why? Why? Why is that the picture? Is that his inspiration, or is like hey, this? This is what I did to him last time. This is what I can do this time. It could have been any picture of Rocky. I think he he has the picture hanging up there as like uh, you know fuel to to his fire, right? Um, uh-huh. But why this picture? Why a beat up picture of him? Who the hell knows? Jay, anything? Wait, um, yeah, right. Like, um, what are you talking about? I was reading this thing about. I, I want to talk about it in a second, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> What were you two talking about? The, the picture of Rocky on the mirror. I, real quick, though. It, could it be possible he's at the arena already? The night before? No, no. Like... The day of? Like, this is him arriving, like, at the re- re- arena. I don't know why he'd be in, this, in some kind of either sweatpants, either terry cloth pajamas or a karate <laughs> gi pants. I don't know. But it, is it, like, uh, yeah. could he be arriving? But I don't know why the picture would already be there. I don't know. And the don't fireplace know. is, like, a different... The, the fireplace is a different place. So. so the fireplace is him waking up. Oh. In his hostel or wherever he is, right? And he got the fire burning on his side of his face. Like he, it's burning inside of him. The fire. He's angry. Ooh. He wants symbolism. Some symbolism. And then now this next scene is him arriving shirtless in November at the Spectrum dressing <laughs> room. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounds ridiculous. It does. But it cuts to Rocky. It can't. It it's, must still be the night before because he goes over to the mirror. Mm-hmm. And he and he rips that kind of newspaper article off, and then it cuts to Rocky in bed, and it looks like either the night yeah. or early morning. But you so, notice that wherever Apollo is, wherever he's doing, it's probably the middle of the night. Maybe he can't sleep, so he's up. Like it, it just goes to show you the two differences here in how the two people are handling the fight. Because Apollo is up in the middle of the night; mm-hmm. right? he can't can't. I almost I almost sounded like Neil. I was like, he can't sleep. <laughs> That was unintentional. (laughs) And now he can't sleep. Um, uh, Poor bugger. (laughs) I can get a bloody wink in here. So (laughs) Apollo is up in the middle of the night, but he's like, he's like, uh, like not handling it well. He looks like he's, it's just a lot on his mind. You know, he's, he's looking at pictures of Rocky, ripping them off, taking them off the mirror, staring at Rocky. Like he's obsessing over Rocky in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And then it pans Mm -hmm. to Rocky not being able to sleep. But Rocky has a look of content on his face. Like he looks like, he, you go to like mid second eighteen, like he's not, he doesn't look like he's concerned. He doesn't look angry. He doesn't look unhappy. He just looks content. Like mm-hmm. that, whatever happens tomorrow happens. And, and I've I've done everything I could do. I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. I'm still the underdog yeah. and all this. And oh, Neil doesn't agree. Neil doesn't agree. <laughs> doesn't Rocky always look like that? No, because <laughs> yes and no. But doesn't he just the, have one look. I mean, he's just got that dumb, dumb look face. on his face. <laughs> but in the first Rocky. <laughs> That's not a look, Neil. That's just his face. I think he's trying to like do some maths or something, but, or he's just trying to figure out like I don't know. How, is he fed Butkus or not? Did he did he do something? He should. I don't know. 
But in the first Rocky, he's he's laying about Adrian and he's concerned, and that's when he when we have the famous like I just want to go the distance, I want my bump from the street. Like he looks like he's right. got a lot riding on this, and he's it's weighing heavy on him. And this scene, his face just to me just look just. Oh god, Doug just took his book out. Oh my god, I thought we were gonna make it through. He looks like he's content. Like this fight, like the first one, he wanted to do so. Like this one, he's just kind of like, you know, I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna give it my best, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. And then it pans back to Apollo again, who now crinkles up, crumples up the paper, the picture of Rocky. Mm-hmm. You could already possibly see how this might end. I mean, if you're if you're watching this for the first time, you're, you're gonna think Rocky's gonna. You, you know Rocky's going to win the fight. They're not going to make back-to-back movies where he loses both yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's silly. That. So you, you already know Rocky's going to win the fight. But this is like, this is like the, right here is like the first moment where I would kind of be like, Rocky might win this fight because the two fighters are, are, have completely different mindsets coming into this. You know, Rocky won Apollo. He didn't train properly. It was a show. He was over the top. Rocky two now, they're coming in, and you have a comma Rocky who I think is willing to accept whatever happens at this point, and you have an Apollo who... Everything is riding on this. Like this, this is it. This is it for Apollo. This is either he's Ooh. either gonna he's either gonna win this and continue being the champ and continue fighting and continue his thing, or he's gonna lose this and he's done. If you lose to Rocky, you're finished. Oh, so, well, yeah. And isn't Rocky just basically doing this for the money? Uh, you've opened. up. <laughs> That's been a topic. Do you, do you have the uh, the phrase over there? The open up a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. Pandora's box. Do you say any of those? Like you've. That's what mm-hmm. we've been talking about. We, we've been going back. Well, I've been struggling going back and forth about whether or not Rocky is doing this because of the money or because he really wants a fight because um, it's in his blood. It's in his DNA. He has to be a fighter. And we've been going back and forth on this for a while now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, my take is that he he is a fighter and it's all he knows. And he tried to, I mean, this is not just my take. This is what the movie kind of tells us. It's quite overt. I mean, he tries to go and get other jobs. They don't work out, and the only thing he can do to, because he's because he's blown all his money from the first fight is right. is take another fight, and it you know the fact that this guy is offering him a fight, which is obviously the best fight he could probably hope well he could hope for, in terms of the money he just he he's got no no other way right he's got no other choice well so maybe will, it's both of those. I want to cut you off one second because I want to address that first point you said that um. Mm. They've made a point to say how he's tried to get other jobs, but the the they played that up for for a couple minutes that he tried to get other jobs, right? right? But he really didn't, though, Neil, <laughs> because the funny right. thing, like he gave it like a half-assed effort. Like he went to uh, like a temp agency, yeah. hey, do you got any jobs? They were like, no. He's like, all right, I guess there's nothing for me. And then he gets offered the temp agency guy or whatever it is offers him. You know, he says a suggestion like, why don't you go into some some labor job, right? And he's like, I don't yeah. want to go into some menial labor job. But then he takes a menial labor job at the the meat place, right? And then yep. when he loses it, he's upset and he's like, you know, I, I thought I was doing good here, kind of thing. Like I, I was doing a good job. Why am I getting laid off? But he gets laid off, and then he goes back mm-hmm. to Adrian, and then the solution is for her to go back to work. But what I'm saying is at that he, the menial job he took the menial job at the meat plant, so he mm-hmm. he seemed okay with it, and he was upset when he got laid off. So why wouldn't you go back to the temp place now and be like, you know what? I, if you have any labor jobs, I'll, I'll take one. Mm-hmm. It turns out I'm pretty good at it, you know, whatever. So although they did show that he tried to get other jobs, I I, I wouldn't call that a hundred percent effort i think it was more like a 50 percent effort and 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 they didn't really play up the like we like i said in the past like we only know that they're having money problems because they talk about it a couple times like they don't play that up 
that much in the movie you know like you know nowadays like and i'm kind of going back repeating myself but nowadays whenever you have like a montage of of money problems in movies you always see like the where you get the credit card decline where you're selling off all your stuff where you open up (laughs) delinquent mortgage notices Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like they didn't do anything like that to illustrate to us that money was a serious issue like they seem okay actually the only reason that we know they're not is because they talk about it not being okay and adrian doesn't seem to care about the money problems it'll all work out but they do talk about it, and the fact that uh, okay, and it is fairly brief. But I mean, it is that is the motivation in my mind, and, and the fact that Adrian has to go to back back to work when she's pregnant, um, you know, is 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 a size an indicator mm-hmm. that the that, that he is not the one who's able to provide by doing these other jobs, and, and maybe the fact that he's given it kind of a you know a half-assed effort is. Uh, it tells us that he's not cut out to do any of these jobs and maybe he just knows it after after you know finally kind of finding one that he, he doesn't mind doing in the meat in the meat factory and then and even that doesn't work out i mean right. it's you know it, it gets laid off and and it's definitely a, a blow to any anyone's confidence getting laid off and he, that's just it for him and he's just you know i just, what can i what what can i fucking do and there's my swear word you can ding that <laughs> ding, one ding. It, so what can I do? What more can I tried, you know, and even when I, I thought I was doing well, it doesn't work. The only thing that's ever worked for me is, is fighting. So, but, but this is God damn it, do. Neil, has it, has it been the only thing that's ever worked for him? He got uh, one fight. Uh, <laughs> like, he got one. He's been fighting. He's been fighting for, he, he we always talk about, he, he's when he was like 15 or something to like 30, he's been fighting for 15 years and, and it, mm-hmm. and it, and it never did anything for him except he, Ended up getting the one opportunity, so it hasn't worked for him his whole life. He, he's it's been he hasn't done shit his entire Ultimately. life with boxing until he got the one opportunity, and then he that right. fight did well. So it hasn't been working for him. Like he's been the, his boxing to take before the Apollo fight, right? The Apollo fight mm-hmm. is when everything changed for him. Obviously, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Take before that Apollo fight. Let's say he doesn't. Let, let's say he doesn't get the Apollo fight. And he has this menial boxing life. He meets Adrian. They get married. He tries to get some other jobs. He can't. Would he fall back on his boxing life at that point? Because the boxing life hasn't got him shit. He's probably still working for Gazzo. So, so if you take the Apollo fight out of it, he's not going back to his boxing life. That's not. He's, he's not going to look at it and be like, like, forget the Apollo fight. Him and Adrian aren't going to be sitting there going, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to go back to boxing to to make because you didn't make a living from it. You you got lucky. You got yeah. a lucky opportunity. That's the only reason we're even here, and that's the only reason we're here is because you <laughs> okay. got the lucky opportunity. Firstly, if he doesn't get the Apollo fight, it's a much worse movie. <laughs> secondly, it's awful. secondly I mean, he did get the Apollo fight. Uh, you know, come what may, he did. And uh, he maybe got lucky by getting it, but he got lucky and he got it. And he was successful in it and he did much better than mm-hmm. anyone thought. Mm-hmm. And he made some money out of it. And so all of a sudden he's thinking, I can do that. I can make some money out of boxing. Look, look how I stepped up. And, you know, when, when he was – before the Apollo fight came about – as you say, he's kind of scratching around, fighting these bums, uh, and and obviously he has the talent, mm-hmm. and, and he, he, he didn't just acquire the talent overnight when when the champion challenged him. He always had it. It just it took that for the talent to come to the fore, and so once it did, he 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 knows that he can do it, and that's what he then goes back to when when he can't do these other kind of more more right. menial, more more kind of mainstream jobs. So I mean, to me, it's 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 kind of like he tried he, he tried, and and it might have been the fact that he all he's known is boxing, and it's kind of his life, and so he kind of maybe gave it a, a half-assed attempt, but 
that's what it is. That's him, and and that's who he is. Uh, and then it, you know, that didn't work, and so he felt he had no choice but to to go and do this one. I agree with you. Um, great point. I I would I would lean more on that if if his boxing career was a little bit longer. Like if he had maybe more than the Apollo fight. Like let's say he had you know, a couple contending fights and then the championship fight, he mm-hmm. lost it. And then he was kind of like, you know, well, even without the Apollo fight, I had some of a career, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go pick that back up and keep going with that. But ultimately, if he, if he comes to this fight, right? So if he, if he puts all his eggs in the boxing basket and says, you know what, we need money, we need to support, I need to support the family, I'm going to go back to boxing. And he starts back mm. off with this Apollo Creed fight, the one he's about to take. If he comes out here and gets knocked down in the first round, boxing career is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like everything's done. You're finished. For nothing. And now, now what? Now there is there is nothing to fall back on. Their career's done. He mm-hmm. could he could have turned out as any one of the number of untapped talent stories you hear mm-hmm. about a kid that had all the talent in the world in whatever specialty, mm-hmm. whatever sport he grew up playing but never realized it or fell on the wrong side of the law, blah, blah, blah. Took me with the saxophone. I didn't fall on the side of the law, but I, <laughs> I had all the talent in the world. I just, uh, I just gave it up. See? <laughs> See? You, you, you know, Rocky could have been that, but he got, uh, you know, uh, a Hail Mary opportunity. You, you just let it go by the wayside. I, I, had, I, I got to play with Maynard Ferguson once, Steve. Who's- <gasps> Maynard Ferguson? Uh, the guy playing the trumpet in this uh, movie you're analyzing? Oh, really? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, he plays a version of "Gonna Fly Now," a very oh. famous version on the trumpet. But anyway, yeah, no, you're right. Okay, I'm, I'm on board with this. Um, yeah, so I mean, b- both you guys have have good points about the direction it could have gone. And I mean, he could have been just one of those stories, one of those you know had all the talent in the world but never realized it. But getting back to just getting back to Apollo and this scene for a second, because I mean you're you're right, Apollo's kind of shifty and he's he's not even resting, right? I mean at least Rocky's kind of resting, he's passive. This this Apollo is clearly uneasy. Let's look at why that is, because up until now I haven't seen any of that. He's just he's been all bravado. Mm-hmm. So do you think do you think that for the whole time that he's been kind of pushing Rocky, he's been out there calling him out? Uh, he's, you know, I'm the champ, I'm the best, greatest ever, all that kind of stuff. Do you think he's always had these doubts in his mind and it's only at this moment on the eve of the fight that these are actually coming out to the surface for him? I think uh, he, he's had, he probably had, has had them all along. Uh, his bravado is definitely, you know, when the cameras are on mm-hmm. in, in front of the public. Uh, I think he's had these doubts because, I mean, that fight wasn't that long ago and he remembers how hard of an opponent Rocky was. Mm-hmm. So, he there's probably a lot of um, a lot of things that are going into his mindset right now. He has to win this fight, and he in his mind mm-hmm. he has to he has to do it quickly. He has to do it early on in the fight, and he has to do it uh, where, where there can be no more questions because everybody held the first fight into question. Right? Did, right. did Apollo really win? He wants to decidedly end this fight early. Yeah. So he knows he has to do that or else his his career is over. So there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Very little pressure on, on Rocky. Although we just as we just discussed, there is actually a, a fair bit of pressure on Rocky. Yeah. But yeah, true, true. yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah. again he remembers it's very fresh in his mind how tough an opponent Rocky was. Mm-hmm. So him him knowing that he has to end this fight early and now, now he's looking at himself, kind of saying, "How am I going to do that mm-hmm. with this guy?" And he has to be thinking about earlier in this one. 
his trainer Duke was trying to talk him out of it because you know the old we don't need this guy in our life you know we don't need this, right. this. he's got to you know at some point that has to start weighing on you where like man what what am I doing here this I could be making a monumental mistake right here <laughs> it could be but you do <laughs> you you are but I have um I have what's going on in Rocky's mind at my fingertips right here mm. um, because in the novel uh, Rocky is thinking while he's laying up awake in bed. He's saying, this was, like Mickey said, my last shot. I kept thinking about the first fight over and over and all the mistakes I made and the mistakes I knew Creed would never make again. Not this time. He would be the perfect fighting machine. I knew it. Creed would be out to destroy me. Wow. It's a first person novelization. It is. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Everybody's shocked to learn that. (laughs) Wow. That's an interesting take. I'm going to get in Rocky's mind for this one. And, and it's, you know, Rocky's mind is a, is a pretty barren wasteland. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, that was the, the issue that I would have thought would by taking it first person. But there you go. It's very ponderous. Uh, <laughs> Jay, I know you stepped out, but, you know, he's saying, he's saying that, you know, he's thinking about all the things that he has to do and the mistakes that Creed would never make again. Mm. Does it have any insight into what Creed's thinking? Um, a little bit, but it's not. It's like third person omniscient. Oh, of course. Here, oh, yeah. here, though, here is my only issue with that. I, I agree with that. But I don't think – see, here's the, here's the reason why I think there's more pressure on Apollo than there is on Rocky. Apollo has to win the fight. Yeah. Rocky doesn't have to win the fight. He's getting his million bucks either way. Well, he's getting his million bucks either way. But this is – Rocky's only had two big fights in his boxing career to this point. Well, this is the second one. He's only had one before this. This is the second one. And both of them were against – the the world champion, you know, undisputed greatest fighter in the world. Uh-huh. So Rocky Ever. can do what he did in the first one, go go a long time, lose the fight, and still come back and be like, well, hey, I went the distance with the champion, not only the champion, the guy who was considered the greatest ever in this point, mm-hmm. I went to distance with him twice. So what can I do against, you know, lesser fighters, still contenders, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the one, two, three, four contenders of the world, but maybe not the greatest, what can I do against them if I can go the distance against the champ? So Rocky doesn't have to win necessarily right right you know what I'm my point but, but he but, wants to mm-hmm. right he wants to but he doesn't have to apollo has to win this get your fight. editing ready he has to win this motherfucking fight dude he can't lose this fight uh, uh, rocky can still lose and still come out on top again mm-hmm. you know but um kyle shut up <laughs> but uh didn't <laughs> um but Ro- apollo has to win the fight apollo can't lose the fight okay mm-hmm. and in my opinion he's got to this has to be a decidedly vi- a decided decided he has to win it decidedly he has to win it decidedly like Decisive, decisively yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Early, like, early rounds early round knockout yes. yeah like he's got to win this fight right. to show that the yeah. other one was a fluke or his career is in, in trouble when you stepped out of the room we talked about oh. it. do we know what do we know what his record apollo's record is at this point hmm that is a good question um no it must be fairly substantial cuz he is considered the best ever, is that right? Yeah, he's never lost, uh, and up until last movie, he has he's never even tasted the canvas. He's never been knocked down. Right. So if we're talking, you know, real world ish, it's got to be kind of upwards of thirty fights. Yeah, I would, I would say that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. As as maybe not all as champion, but. You know, his all his all time professional record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most once you hit like the big time, you're in the 30s usually. Yeah, mm-hmm. 30 professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, late 20s, early 30s fights. I got a I got a question for you guys. Um, 
before we move on to the Philadelphia spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are either of you guys necklace wearers? I am not. No, I'm not. No, I mean, neither. I just I can't do man jewelry at all. I just no, I, no. These, these guys are both sporting the old uh, the old neck necklaces there. Yeah, we uh, well. Um, we talked about Rocky's crucifix a lot in the hospital mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. just very prominently dangling from his neck, like when he's leaning over Adrian, as if he's you know, as if he's putting it in God's hands for her to wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo's got the boxing glove charm, which we had spoken about. Because is Rocky, that what that is? Right. Okay. Rocky in Rocky Five uh, gives his beloved boxing glove charm to Tommy Gunn. Rather than his oh, own Jesus. child, and we learned that that it was Mickey that gave it to him, and that it was Rocky Marciano that gave it to Mickey. But here, wow. Apollo's wearing a, a similar, if not same. I don't know. There's debate on the origin of the boxing glove charm. No, it looks know. like he's got two necklaces on. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. He's doubling we, up. We, I, I know a couple necklace wearers, men necklace wearers. Mm-hmm. One wears it on the outside of his garments at all times. Goodness gracious me! Yeah. I want to rip it off his neck and strangle him. Well, we're, yeah, I mean we're we're uh, we're in the law enforcement business, and uh-huh. for some reason people like to display the fact and wear their police badge yeah. outside their neck there uh, on a charm, like a miniature wow. police yeah. badge, to, to let everybody know they're a cop. It's it's uh, goodness. Sorry to all our and then their uh, wives and girlfriends they buy them one they wear it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> I'm cutting all this out, but no, I don't wear any. Uh, no, it's good talk here. I don't wear any jewelry <laughs> at all. I, yeah, I don't even like wear my wedding ring. I have this like silicone one, and and uh, it keeps um, mm. I, keep, I keep ripping it. Mm. I keeps I, I play with it all the time, and it gets they rip. Mm. And I'm on my like third one, and for a period of time, it, they were on like back order, and it took me like two weeks to get. It. I had to wear my regular one, and, ugh, and uh, I don't I don't like. I, tried, I wear a wedding ring. I tried to wear watches I, I can't even wear a watch i can't wear a watch i never wear i've never worn a watch it just feels really uncomfortable yeah to me. yeah sometimes they do yes i agree with you can't get used to it you know yeah. what is my wrist is like my wrist is like an in-between where i'm always caught in between either the watch is too tight or you and then you take you add one link and now it's too loose and it like dangles and I'm like i can't get a comfortable <laughs> <laughs> i can't get a comfortable sizing one link <laughs> you're, you're outside the link yeah, measurements yeah. and the same thing scale. with like um, I have a watch that I pretty much just wear for running to like for use a stopwatch, and the same thing with that like one hole it's too tight, the next hole's too loose. Like I'm in between. Mm-hmm. And I, I, ugh. <laughs> so it's fight night, everybody. Fight night! Wow, we have these gigantic uh, posters, like a three-panel poster that painted. Like, it looks again, Jay, like it was a you know third grade paint Art the project. poster contest. For this is a com- commissioned paint paintings right here. Uh, yeah, and it's it's uh, the quality is less than uh, you would expect from such a big uh, event. No, I like it. I'd be, I'd be okay with that on the wall. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Well, why not? The individual shots of Rocky and Apollo Creed are, I don't know, they they look uh, relatively featureless. Yeah, I wonder if these um, posters still exist. Mm. I wonder if this is like hanging up somewhere. Well, they're roughly fifty feet in height. It's big, yeah, it's big. On the left is Apollo in a stance. It says Apollo Creed, heavyweight champion, and he's wearing the trunks. 
um, it's it's pointed out, Jay, that the color trunks that he's wearing are the color trunks Rocky was wearing in the poster in the first fight. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. What what were they wearing in the what were they actually wearing in their first fight? That right there in the middle. Right. Okay. That's that's a shot from the first fight. Yeah. Right there. The American right. flag trunks on Apollo. The white. Real the quick. White <laughs> trunks with the red trim on Rocky. Edit that out? What? You're gonna be able to edit that out? With these sure. daddies. Sure. Uh, my yeah. my one problem with this giant poster is it says Super Fight Two. Mm-hmm. That would lend you to believe there was a Super Fight One. Mm-hmm. Was that really considered? They didn't mention super fight in the first one, right? That, that I mean, this was a, a, a heavyweight champion fighting an unknown. You yeah, wouldn't call that a super after, fight. After the fight, they considered it a super fight. Yeah, it was right. like retro. Uh, so, you know, I, yeah. I understand why it's being called super fight too, but I'm saying like, I don't know. It's like, there was no super fight one technically. So this would So be... this shouldn't be two, but it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like that line where it's, you're, you're naming it Super Fight 2 after the fact, mm-hmm. where it's not like the first one was named Super Fight 1, and you're like, well, now this is a rematch, so this is Super Fight 2. Mm-hmm. You're, so, it's kind of like World War 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so World War 1 wasn't called World War 1? No, it was called the Great War. Ah. Right. Cool. And then Great it was World War 2. Oh, yeah, okay. So it was and retconned. World War 2, and it's like, so hold on a sec. Yeah, we're, we're retconning the first one as World War 1. Okay. Well, there so, you go. There you go. That's, that's my take. Solved. Ask and answer. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's the poster. Big giant. Oh, on the right is Rocky with his black and I yellow. Love I love the poster. I, you know, I like the black and yellow on Rocky, mm-hmm. the challenger. Oh, there's another part in the book. The All of Rocky's black and yellow that he wears in this movie uh, was given to him, gifted to him by Adrian oh. the night before. Yeah, Excellent. Nice gift from your, your loving wife. Yeah. Yeah. The trunks. The, some trunks. The, the boots. Yeah. Where did Adrian get them from? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine she went to to Mick and Mick helped her out. Oh yeah, that's a good one. All right, I would yeah. have just gone on Amazon. Yeah, be, she she could order them this morning and they'd be here already. That's right. So I, I had some some mates of mine uh, back in London back in the day were in a band in their post post university years or post college years mm-hmm. for you boys, and they named their band the Philadelphia Spectrum. Really. Yep, that was the name of their band uh, after this, well, after both of these fights, uh, the, the the specific venue we're looking at right now. And they, they that I didn't, I wasn't aware, like back then, this is 10, 15 years ago, I wasn't really aware that this was, that they fought at the Philadelphia Spectrum. So when I said to them, why the are you guys calling yourselves Philadelphia Spectrum? So oh, that's where Rocky fought Apollo. Yeah. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Good name so, then. So that's the, re- the that's the specific reason why too. It's the specific reason. Wow. All right. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um these scenes were actually filmed in Los Angeles though. Uh even though it's Oh right. It's this is not the Philadelphia Spectrum. This is not the interiors. At the right. there what the Philadelphia Spectrum did exist and it was like the home of the Philadelphia 76ers and the Philadelphia Flyers. Right. But it has since been torn down and replaced by another arena yeah but that's pretty cool though name your band after the the fight venue yeah i thought so you know you could you could probably you could pick a lot of obscure things in the rocky movies to name your band after that that's a good one yeah i think it's a good band name hmm, i concur the arena is very brightly lit and full of fans or extras uh, the last fight I don't know if you uh, if you were aware of this. They uh, they had very few extras for the last movie, so they kept the arena very dark 
and only lit up the places where there were where the, where the extras were placed. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. So this is a very very uh, stark contrast to that. There's a there's a ton of people here. Very lightly uh, brightly lit. Indeed. And, and so who are these two guys, the the ringside commentators? Uh, because I thought I, these days you'd have a like a studio presenters, wouldn't you? And the, the I guess the guys at the ringside would just maybe do the actual commentary on the fight. They they have like now nowadays it would be the uh, the station that's broadcasting the fight would have their broadcasting team, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Yeah. So uh, maybe these guys they they were also the ringside announcers for the first fight, right? Uh, their names are Bill Baldwin and Stu Nahan. Oh. Stu Nahan. Are they like real ringside announcers, or are they just actors? I, they're actors, but they a lot of, especially Bill ba- Bill Baldwin. A lot of his uh, his credits were um, for newscaster or some kind of announcer. Right. Okay, that's an interesting typecast, isn't it? Yeah, Stu Nahan actually. I, I he he uh, hosted or uh, or was part of some children's show back in the sixties. I forgot what that one was called. Which one's uh, Stu Nahum? Is he on the, the left there or the right? He is on the right. I would say okay. the, the older gentleman with the glasses, but <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> with the gray hair. <laughs> doesn't narrow it down. The base jacket, the gray hair. Yeah, right. The, the, the tan. Uh, he, yeah, he's the... <laughs> <laughs> they could be twins, for Christ's sake. <laughs> they really could be twins. Uh, yeah, he's the, guy, the gentleman on the right. But it seems to me like these guys are doing like the whole show. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no studio people. These guys are just they're doing the whole build up. I mean, when, with Rocky's not even at the. Oh, we're getting ahead. All right, yeah. so hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. No, you, but they're, they're, we're, we're a significant time before the fight starts here, and these guys are talking about the fight. I don't know how sports uh, sports broadcasts used to go back in the day because you're right. Right now, there would be uh, most of the an- analysis would be in the studio. Right, mm-hmm. and, then, and then they would throw it to the guys at the arena to like introduce the fighters, or you know, kind of uh, a little uh, man on the street uh, commentary. But yeah, you're right; it's like they're doing the whole soup to nuts, yep. uh, everything here. It's interesting. It's different. Yeah. You want you know you know something uh, also interesting here, Neil? Go ahead. Uh, mm. This when uh, when the script was first written, they intended on having the climactic fight in Rome, Italy. Is that right? Wow, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, That's that, a departure from where we are now, isn't it? Well, they uh, it's like they got a little uh, a little bit of a budget, so they <laughs> so they really shot for the moon, but they uh they scaled it back and I I think scaled it's it back, yeah. It's a good choice, that, yeah, isn't it? To- yeah, very, very good choice. Uh which I guess um is that it? Yeah, they That's all that's all I've got. No, that's uh that's it, yeah. You're doing a little pre-game, uh, pre-fight commentary. This, uh, the the only other thing I was gonna I, I was gonna say is that when at the very last second it cuts to the crowd, you got a little section of the crowd here. There are some enormous afros in this crowd. Oh my God, you're right. There are some big ones, and and I think they're fantastic. We don't see enough of these these days. No, so no, you know, no. That, I love a big afro like that. It's fantastic. You, they're rocking it. Yeah, the uh, the two the two most prominent ones I'm seeing are female. Yes, all the big afros are female. And this is female, yeah. this, this one. They're, they're really rocking it. You go, girls. Ah, the seventies, huh? Yeah, beautiful. What I miss? Oh, uh, we're talking about the afros. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> at second fifty-nine. 
They're, they are magnificent. I love them. Uh, this, when we get to our first shot here of the, uh, st- of the arena, mm-hmm. um, it goes by what I, we were talking about on the run before where I said, you know, the, the whole city, the people are rallying behind Rocky. And, you know, when we get to the arena, we see the same thing. A lot of Rocky signs oh, that yeah. weren't present in the first one. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. seems like the whole you know, the whole city really has, which brings you to the point. I know why Apollo wanted to have this fight here. He says it. He wants to, you know, beat him in his own in his hometown. But I, I would right. think you'd want to go somewhere if you were the champion, like Neil had mentioned before. Like, wouldn't you have this fight, you know, somewhere not in the neutral, in the, at least in, in, not in the other guy's hometown? Like, yeah, yeah a little home field advantage. That's Apollo's um, arrogance and bravado, right? right? That's, but do you that's think what he's all about. like? When he walks out here for the first time, he's going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so <many> Rocky fans. <laughs> what did I do? All right. I was reading a thing before real oh. quick, though, about Las Vegas, and it says how um, mm. New York City was the – was the, and Madison Square Garden was the mecca of boxing. You know? mm-hmm. Right. And then it mentioned here that uh, – there was they started to be some problems. The mafia was was getting involved. And they were fixing fights, mm. and Ooh. there were some bad fights and uh, some controversy or whatever. And it led them. It wasn't a good fit anymore, and they needed boxing needed a fresh start. Uh, there was a guy, Doc Kearns, Dempsey's former manager, and there was a, a light a, a light light heavyweight. There was a eh, whatever. The chances there there was a boxing big fight that was coming up, and boxing was tr- they wanted to separate themselves from New York because of all the problems, and they held the fight in Las Vegas. And so yeah, so the boxing it looks like it was I, this article's tough to read. It's really long. I don't feel like reading it, but it looks like in the late fifties, early sixties, uh, boxing started to become a staple in Las Vegas. Hmm. So it could right. um, there you go. It could have been this fight could have been in could've in been. Las Vegas, yeah. Nevertheless, it's in Philadelphia, and indeed, right. okay. So, <laughs> if our fans want to hear more of you, Neil, where can they find you? Oh, they could uh, find me at the Mogwai Minute. You could just Google the Mogwai Minute, or find us on iTunes or any other podcatcher you, of your choice. And uh, my friend and co-host George and I talk about the movie Gremlins one minute at a time. That's it, folks. Uh, we're Rocky Minute everywhere. Mighty Mix is our listeners group on Facebook. DuelingGenre.com is our host website. Uh, I should also mention I should also mention moviesbyminutes.com, which is the website that houses mm-hmm. all of the movies that got this treatment. So uh, go there, search out a few of your favorites, and chances are there is a show that covers it. But listen to this one. Listen to this one, listen to Mogwai Minute first and foremost. And then explore other shows. And then explore. Yes. In that order. <laughs> All right, right. so uh, see you tomorrow on a brand new episode of Rocky Rocky Minute. Jay, why don't you? Rocky Minute. There you go. With the magic of editing, (laughs) I'll be able to put all that together. (laughs) What are we waiting for? Take this. Um, my only problem, my you go bathroom. <laughs> go ahead. Um, my my uh, <laughs> my one problem. We'll all be... take a bathroom break. Good <laughs> oh. Just wait a few minutes. I'll be done. We'll be done with this minute. We'll... It's an emergency. No, no. Um, he doesn't have to go bathroom. He, he wants to get the vacuum out of the closet. He's, he must oh. have dropped something. He wants to vacuum it up. <laughs> um, yes.